It's hard to balance business and motherhood when mom guilt lingers like your kid ribbing one in the back seat. Consider this your space to roll down the window of life and take a deep breath of fresh air. Each week, join me, Lonnie Jackson, a longtime member of the Motherhood Club with 6,000, I mean, <clears throat> six kids, and owner of multiple businesses. Here you can find interviews of motherhood wins and laundry fails, business wins and marketing flops, all within the margins of the afternoons, nap times, and late at night. If you're a mom with a bit of sass, a little bit of mess, and can Google your way out of a crisis, if you need brilliant mom hacks and business success stories, and a little bit of everything in between, or if you just want to sit back and laugh and cry through the journeys of other mom entrepreneurs, you're in the right place. So grab your cup of coffee. By the way, it's probably in the microwave where you left it after reheating it for the third time. And let's be brilliant together. Come on, girl. Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. This is the first official episode of the podcast. If you haven't listened to the introduction episode, I'm inviting you to do that. And let me just quickly introduce myself. I am Lonnie Jackson. I am the host of the podcast. And I am a strategy and clarity coach for mom entrepreneurs, helping them double their income without doubling their to-do list. I love mom entrepreneurs. I think they're brilliant. They are creative and some of the best problem solvers I have ever met in my life. We have created a community of brilliant mompreneurs over on Facebook at the Brilliant Mompreneur Society. If you have not joined us there yet, let me just real quickly invite you to join us over on Facebook. It's um, just search in there, Brilliant Mompreneurs Society, and you will find us. Click join and I'll get you added in. Today's episode is all about relationship marketing. When I was thinking about what our first episode should be about, this immediately came to mind (laughs) because, you know, marketing is hard sometimes as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, you have to promote yourself. No matter what your business is, you have to talk about your business in order for your, you know, sales to convert to income. Um, So there's lots of different strategies out there. There's many different ways you can go about marketing. There's not one way that's right. Um, It's up to you to choose. Relationship marketing is just the way that I have found to be very natural for me. And I feel good about it. And I feel like it's sustainable for myself and my business. Because marketing often makes me and a lot of the women that I coach feel spammy. It feels unnatural. It makes us feel vulnerable. We overthink it. We go back and forth between feeling like, yeah, I know what I'm doing too. I have no idea what I'm doing and nothing works. Um, and, And we're just kind of emotional about it because, you know, putting ourselves out there is, is emotional. It's, it's a scary thing. Our brain's like, um, no, that's not safe. What if you get rejected? What if somebody says something terrible? What if nothing happens? We have all these thoughts in our head. If you're with me, uh, say amen out loud. If you're driving, (laughs) you know, so relationship marketing is something that I have learned for myself. I definitely did not come up with it. But it is really a natural and organic fit for so many businesses. I have yet to find a business that cannot use relationship marketing in their business. So 
let's just start with what is relationship marketing? Relationship marketing is creating a relationship that organically transitions to a business relationship without the pressure of a sales pitch. Just think relationship before sales pitch. That's the easiest way to, to, to kind of view it. This means instead of you pushing onto somebody, buy this, I have this product, come find me, you start talking about them first, their problem, their pain point, relate to them, ask them questions. All of this happens first in your marketing before you even tell them what you do, what you offer, and how you can solve their problem. Because if we take this approach where someone says something and we organically say, I feel that too, or I have been where you have been, or that must be so hard, or I can completely understand that, that connection right there breaks down barriers that me jumping in and saying, well, I have the solution for you, just click here and buy. It's such a different approach. What about creating this connection virtually? We're in an online space here. I'm assuming that probably every single one of us, whether you have an actual product or a service that you sell, you have to be online in this day and age. So we have Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, social medias galore. You have to show up and create these relationships virtually. It's not like we're standing next to another mom at soccer practice and be like, oh, hey, look, you're a mom. I'm a mom. Oh, cool. Your kid's on the team. My kid's on the team. Oh, wow. Look, we're in the same neighborhood. Our kids go to the same school. We're finding connection easily there because we're literally standing next to them and have lots to talk about. So in the online virtual space, it's a little bit harder. Sometimes we have to be intentional and to look for those ways to find connection. So this is why I love Facebook groups. Facebook groups give us a ton of access to our ideal clients and people who we know need our product or our services because we can find them in these groups. And um, this is one of the reasons why I opened the Brilliant Mompreneurs Society is because I know that we're hanging out there and we're looking for community and we're looking for connection in the online space. So go to where your people are hanging out, literally on social media. So I personally love Facebook groups for this. If you are an Instagram girl, hang out on Instagram, use those hashtags, follow the people that are your ideal client and start conversations with them, like their photos, cheer them on. We're going to talk about how we're going to do that, how we're going to create interest beyond the sale. When you see someone who potentially could use what your service or what you offer it. You know, you see them online asking a question or needing help or sharing a story of their own. Instead of just jumping to, here's the link for this product or this service, you're gonna ask a question. You're gonna respond with your own story. You're gonna relate with your own personal feelings and experiences or validate their feelings or validate their experiences and their pain or their wins. Because when we relate to people, when we find a connection, even if it's small, I challenge you, 
you can find something to relate with almost everybody. I have still yet to find somebody where I'm like, I can't relate them that right to relate to them on any level, period. <laughs> it's just, if I want to, I'll find a way to relate to you. Um, whether it's just, we're both women, we're female, I relate to you, or I'm a mom, you're a mom, or you have twins, I have twins. We can go on very deep level and specific or general. There is no limit to how you start the relationship. And the reason why we want to start a relationship and relatability is because relationships build trust. And you've heard of the know, like, and trust factor. People buy because they know, like, and trust you. So how do we get to the trust part? We get to know them. We have to start with initiating that conversation. Oftentimes we feel like, man, if I build it, they'll just come. And they don't know you. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you offer. They don't even know where to find you. So you have to go to them, introduce yourself. Even if it's just to say, hi, I'm like you, or I've been where you've been. Those are all ways to start the relationship. This is the thing that relationship marketing does. It gives support without the pressure. Um, the feeling like if you don't buy from me, then bye-bye, you're not worth my time. I have had that happen to me so many times where people are like, here's the solution. And if you don't get it and I don't respond immediately, they don't have time for me or they're not going to share any of the details. They're not going to give away anything. They're not going to support. They're not going to show up unless you put down your money. And that's fine. That's their choice. But I, um, I don't think I've ever bought from someone like that. The people who I respond to and who I will like be interested in their product and be interested in their services are the ones that are saying, hey, let's keep the conversation going. Let me keep sharing. Let me keep pouring into you. Let me keep telling you how I am an authority or how I can give to you. And of course, I don't expect them to give it away all for free. I don't expect you to give everything away for free. But what you can do is give value and give support and give encouragement for free and give it generously. Not just a one-time thing, not just a post and ghost kind of thing. We all know those people who dump things in groups and then disappear until they dump something else in the group. You want to be the one that shows up over and over and over again so that people start to recognize your name and your face and your profile picture and know that when you comment, you're offering support, encouragement, and a relationship to them. So how will this work like in my business? Let's talk about like, obviously we're, we're looking for people who we can connect with. We're looking for relationships. We're looking for people we can relate to. So how will this work in our business? Here's what I have done and um, what I have seen a lot of other amazing people uh, who focus on relationship marketing do as well. We look for the people who need a cheerleader and then we cheer them on. And we like, whatever it might be, even if it's not, nothing to do with me, I can show up and say, that's amazing. You're doing a great job. That must have taken a lot of hard work. Look at what you've built. Um, give encouragement as liberally as possible. Be an amazing cheerleader. Next one is ask questions. So 
I want to know what you feel. So what is the hardest part of being a mom entrepreneur? I ask that question a lot because I want to know how you feel about what your struggles are. What, what, what's the hardest part for you? Or maybe say, what, what is the best investment you've ever made? I want to know what you have done what results you have gotten. So asking questions about your audience, your ideal client, asking them to tell you their opinion, their feelings, their results, their pain points. Being more interested in your client and their results, their pain points than your pocket. This is what relationship marketing is all about. Instead of going after the sale, I'm gonna go after the relationship. So how do I even get to the point where I can like make this comment to start this relationship? How do I do that? I mean, that sounds great in theory, but how do I find these people? Good question. First, you're gonna look for where they're hanging out. Who is your ideal client? I, I know it's we talk about this all the time. You hear avatar, ideal client, dream client, there's many words from them, but knowing who your audience is is key because then you can find where they're hanging out. So me specifically, my audience is mom entrepreneurs. I want to know where you're hanging out. I want to know what groups you hang out in on Facebook. I want to know what hashtags you're using, what you're searching on Pinterest, what you're Googling on the Google search engine. Um, I want to know those things. So the more I think about my ideal client and the more I get to know her, the more I can show up in the places you are already at. I started with Facebook groups. I found three or four Facebook groups for mom entrepreneurs. Um, that definitely was my ideal client. Mom entrepreneurs with online businesses who are wanting to grow. And I started watching the threads that were being interacted on. What were people posting? What were people asking? How were people responding? and took the time to really pay attention. And then I started using keywords that I saw over and over again that my ideal client, my ideal mom entrepreneur was using. So overwhelm, that's a big buzzword for moms. <laughs> we get overwhelmed a lot. I hear constantly, I'm just so overwhelmed with all the things to do with being a mom and being a business owner. Um, I also hear the word balance. How do you balance mom life and business life? There's another keyword. Next keyword I like to look up is time or time management. Moms struggle with balancing time. How do you have enough time in the day to do all the things? You know, if you have a little one and you know, they're running around, you can't really take their, your eyes off of them. Plus you have to do the laundry, the cooking, the cleaning, the errands, pickup, drop-off, sports, so much on our list, guys. And that's just on the motherhood side. Let's not even add in there the business stuff. Gosh, we have so much on our to-do list. So these keywords, these things that I hear over and over again from mom entrepreneurs, and I've said them myself, I started looking for those words in the groups. And then I would comment on those threads saying, I totally know what you feel. I totally have been there. I'm a mom of six. I've been there. I, I can relate to this and started the conversation. And when they started sharing solutions, I would say, that's an amazing idea for getting back time. I also have tried that. It didn't work for me, but here's another solution that did work for me. 
So offering value back to them, asking them questions about, have you tried doing this? Have you ever um, thought about doing it this way? Giving those kinds of solutions in the threads started a conversation where we would go back and forth. And notice I didn't immediately say, hey, I'm a mom coach for uh, mom entrepreneurs. You should really hire me because I will help you get rid of your overwhelm and your to-do list and get your income up to where you want it to be. Now, it didn't start out that way. It started out with me saying, I've been there. I'm a mom. I know what it's like to be overwhelmed. I had seven, I, my, my, I had six kids, seven and under at one point. And I, it was exhausting and chaotic. And I feel like I blacked out for some of that year. <laughs> so guys, we, we have these stories that we think are nothing and are common. But really, when we start to share the stories that we have in our own personal experience, people will relate to you. The other side of the relationship marketing is not only going to the threads um, that where your ideal client are already talking or already sharing things, but also posting in the groups questions and stories that ask for opinions, engagement, and relatability. Not just posting a link and saying, who wants to double their income? Drop me an emoji or click the link right now. Yeah, that's great. But one, the Facebook algorithm isn't going to show anybody because you dropped a link and Facebook doesn't like outside links. So it gets less reach. Um, So instead of doing a self-promotion post where you're dropping a link and telling people, I have the solution, here it is. That may work, but it's not going to be as effective as going in and saying, who here feels overwhelmed every week? Who here is tired of saying they're tired? Who here is tired of making the same income and staying stuck at the same whatever it might be? And ask the questions and say, once they start to answer, ask more questions and then offer the solution in the DMs. Would you like me to send you the link to my free masterclass where you can take back time and get back 10 hours of your week? This is the actual system that I did um, four years ago where I got back 10 plus hours in my week. That solution offer is going to convert so much higher than me saying, who wants to double their income and make money? You know, just, I mean, there's obviously better ways to say it, but you understand the gist of my meaning is going in there and sharing value, asking questions and giving before you make the sale. And the other thing is to expect to build long-term relationships. So as we start to show up in the threads, you start to post value posts and ask questions and do your research. Don't just think that it's going to take one time. It is a long-term strategy where you're going to show up consistently and show up over and over and over again, giving and pouring into people, cheering people on and saying, you can do this. And eventually those will convert. Sometimes the best conversions happen when you have no idea they're happening. I have a story in particular where one of my clients, I started out, I met her the first time in a thread, like I talked about where 
everyone was kind of commenting on what they do and who they help. And she said something about who she helped. And I was like, oh my God, what a great idea. And I cheered her on. And then we started talking about how I related to what she did as an entrepreneur. And we went in, eventually we started DMing each other because the thread was getting too long. And I invited her to join the group. We kept talking and now she's one of my clients. Guys, it happened so naturally because I just was cheering her on. It took time. It didn't like, it wasn't an instant overnight thing, but what it was, was me showing her I was interested in her and in what she was doing. And that converted in, in a way that felt right and not gross or spammy. And I'm excited to do it again. And that's why I love being in a Facebook group where women are constantly practicing this method of relationship marketing over and over again. And I can see it working and in live action converting to sales. This is what I teach to my personal clients. And we get nitty gritty about how it works for your particular business, whether you're a VA selling um, services for the back end of the office and behind the scenes for an entrepreneur, or you are a copywriter, or you're a lawyer, or you have a product or a blog. There are ways to use relationship marketing that will help you to put yourself out there, make yourself an authority, but in a way that shows up as like a big sister and a best friend over someone who is just pushing something down your throat. As we grow together and as we become more and more brilliant in our business and keep doubling our income and growing and sharing these stories together, Make sure you're showing up, showing up to be a cheerleader, a friend, a relationship builder, a solution offerer. All of those are all a part of relationship marketing. Guys, I hope that you're inspired right now to jump into the Facebook group and share something of value, not a link, just something of value, a question, um, something where you could say, hey, do you relate to this? Have you ever felt this way? So this is my action step for you after this very first episode is to jump into the Facebook group and practice relationship marketing. Look up a keyword, use that little spyglass search bar in the group and look for a keyword that you think your ideal client is using. See if anybody has posted about that. Go in there, comment. Even if it's two weeks old, you could revive a thread. It's okay to do that. (laughs) And so that's your homework for today. Jump in the Facebook group, get in there, offer value, search for the keywords that your client is talking about, comment, relate, ask a question, ask for more details, cheer them on, and then don't just do it today. Do it every week. Show up consistently. I like to set aside at least 30 minutes a day to do this relationship marketing practice where I'm going into the groups, not just my own, but other groups where my ideal client is hanging out and showing up, giving value, posting, not just being a lurker, but showing up and saying, I am a cheerleader. Even if it's not something that I know can convert right away, I'm going to be here. And when you're ready, I will be ready to help you. And you know it because I've been showing up this whole time. Guys, good luck with the relationship marketing. If you have more questions, send me a DM um, at Lonnie Jackson. Um, (laughs) 
can't even get my Instagram name right, guys. It's Lonnie J. Jackson and on Instagram or Brilliant Mompreneurs on Instagram or send me a DM on Facebook. You know I'm here for you. Tag me in Facebook. I love to having these conversations go further. Um, you guys are the best. Thank you for showing up today and can't wait for next week with another episode of the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. We'll be interviewing some um, entrepreneurs and telling the behind the scenes stories, asking those questions of like, Hey, um, how did you make money from that? How long did it take you make money? Like, are you making real money or just a little bit of money? So we're going to keep asking those hard questions. And then in between those episodes, doing more of these where we're sharing and talking um, real life stories and strategies that we can use today. Thanks again. Y'all have an awesome week. Thanks for joining us today on the Brilliant Mompreneurs podcast. If you love this episode, take a screenshot of your screen right now and share it on your Instagram so your friends can come and listen with us too. Don't forget to tag me at Lonnie J. Jackson so I can share the love right back at you. Oh, and one more thing. Would you take a minute to leave a review on iTunes? It really helps other brilliant mompreneurs be able to find us too. So they can learn to let go of that never ending to do list and build the business and life of their dreams. See you next week.